Lindell was knocked hard to the boards. Knocked down by Bortuzzo. Well, he's going to get a diving. Lindell will get a dive, and Bortuzzo will get a cross check. And then Bortuzzo yeah. sent him to the ice again, Pierre. And they, listen, they wanted Bortuzzo in the lineup for these rough situations and grinding down low and all that. Cross-checking. So Bortuzzo's getting two for cross-checking. And embellishment to Lindell. Yeah, your arms don't go flying when you cross-check. Yeah, sorry, but your arms don't go flying. Sorry, that was another. I think it was that second one that really got the embellishment yeah, call and then yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. perhaps a third. So Bortuzzo for cross-checking. Liddell for embellishment. Holy diver, you've been down too long in the midnight sea. Oh, what's becoming of me? Ride the tiger, you can see his stripes, but you know he's clean. Oh, don't you see what I mean? everything welcome back to the two guys no cup podcast playoff edition it is monday mm-hmm. april still 29th yeah <laughs> and we are coming to you from winterfell which is a place mm. of which i've heard in which things happen which we shall not spoil mm. until maybe the end if you want to pop off of that yeah but when Thanos showed up, it was game <laughs> over. Game of Rings it became after that. Not rings, stones. Game of yeah. Stones. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, Start the whole podcast. <laughs> you're spoiled over. that he turns them into rings. Uh, in any case, uh, we are here after the Blues have defeated the Dallas Stars 4 to 3 in a fairly uneventful game 3 in this series. But before we get there, of course, we owe you coverage of game 2 which we were unable to do because Ian has a much more interesting life than me or you probably for that matter. <laughs> I listened to this one on the radio. That's right. <laughs> How was the radio? How was not hearing the NBC feed? Oh, much better, but it was also <laughs> depressing not to watch. Ooh, yeah, that's true. There would be lots of excitement from Chris Kerber and Joey Vitale. I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, someone scored again, but it'd be like, icing! <laughs> They'd be screaming about icing, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting up, walking away from my beer for nothing <laughs> to go listen to these two jabber on. Uh, so you didn't see it. No, I did not. It's ancient history now, so we can move pretty quickly through it. Uh, But I will give some of the finer points. Never felt like a game the Blues had a great shot in. Uh, They Mm. did not show up at the beginning. And so Dallas scored the first two goals. Rupe Hintz, uh, who I guess is a good player. I thought he was one of their, like, sea of uninteresting second, third, and fourth liners. But I guess he's, like... Treading water in the sea. I wouldn't say he's like walking on it or anything, but or like in a boat. By God, God forbid. But he's like notable amongst the sea. Is he better than last year's Oscar Sunquist? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe last year he was last year's Oscar Sunquist, oh, okay. and maybe this year he's this year's Oscar Sunquist. 
Uh, Matt Zuccarello and Jason Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> we have no music for that. No, that's just his name. That's just his name. Uh, Maroon, turn the fuck over trying to exit the zone. This is going to be from Maroon's lowest point to his highest point, this podcast. From Maroon to Maroon. Episode title pending. Not really, though. Not at all. It's been vetoed. <laughs> uh, he doesn't. Also, he also doesn't get back to cover his man. Evanson fell over behind the net. Zuccarello was alone. He deked and cut back on Dunn, who lost him enough and left Hintz wide open. He passed to Hintz in the slot. Hintz shot and scored. It trickled through Bennington uh, when it probably shouldn't have, but at that point, hardly his fault. Uh, six minutes later. Miro Heiskinen, Miro Heiskinen scored, assisted by Hintz and Zuccarello. Carl, or Coral, as what's his name said, that's the other TV show that ended. Or did it end? Oh, or is it's it still, still going. going, but bad? Walking Dead's still going, but bad. Okay. I stopped in season three. I believe there's 13 seasons. Good oh, I think it's like eight. Whatever. Uh, Zuccarello got it around Thomas on the zone exit and hence stick handled around Gunny and then five hold him. Good God. Uh, Haskinen was in all alone. He got the pass. He backhanded it. He fronthanded it. He got around Bennington. Goal number two. Pretty depressed at this point. Not great. I saw this on my phone and I was like, rut row. I was like, hey, it's probably like, that's probably, we're probably like, that's it. So good. So we can just like put this one into bed. But then, just for that little false hope spot, uh, Colton Pareko got a goal um, less than a minute later. Um, where O'Reilly got the puck uh, back to Pareko at the point after he pointed it off the wall. And as you can see from this picture on our visual audio video podcast, uh, you can check it out on our Twitter account. Pareko has a good 17 miles of space. Um, if the if the Night King, if the is that his name, <laughs> mm-hmm. if the Night King had walked this distance, it would have taken him two episodes. And Pareko, for once, unlike him, fires his shot and it scores. That makes you think, hey, maybe the Blues are in it. But Matthias Yanmark scores his first of the playoffs, assisted by Jason Dickinson. Uh, <laughs> he dispossessed Dunn after a shin turnover, raised down. He passed to Dickinson, who tried to pass back after Petrangelo laid back. Yanmark tucked it in, possibly with assistance by Dunn's stick. And that was kind of that. I mean, really, I don't want to bog us down here. The Blues showed up late. They started to play a much better game about three four quarters of the way through the second period, and they played a really good third period, and they got an early goal by Jaden Schwartz and Colton Pareko, uh, and it was a nice deflection, and they reviewed it for goaltender interference, and then they didn't call goaltender interference. Actually, what happened was they reviewed it for like two minutes, and then the Stars challenged for goaltender interference, and then they reviewed it for that, and then they didn't call goal interference. This league is going to be so great when it's done. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Blues pressed a lot for the rest of the game, but could not score an equalizer. Uh, Rupe hence escaped very, very late with three seconds left and got the empty netter. Blues lose 4-2. Who cares? Um, <laughs> that I mean, game's it was, over. It was appropriate that we didn't get to do a podcast and we were kind of texting back and forth about like, we want to try and like force one in on Sunday sometime or what? And I just kind of said no because I feel like I'm not really angry about game two. I'm just sort of indifferent. 
Yeah. And so game three will tell me whether they F up and I have to be like roaring, angry and furious or whether they battle back and win and I have to be like, good job, team. And as it turns out, it will be both of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But just at the time, even, you know, usually I'm pretty upset after a playoff loss and I'm not saying I wasn't necessarily, but I was just kind of like, eh. I think that was the consensus. When I yeah. looked on Twitter, it seemed like a lot of people were like, all right, 1-1. One, one. There were some folks panicking. There were also some folks who were way too confident. <laughs> we're a better um, we're a better road team. I mean, I don't know if we're better than Dallas, but we're a very good road team. Mm-hmm. We were 3-0 and on the road at the time. Yeah, and... Uh, so something to look forward to Here's another point. thing. I think I've said it before, but if I didn't, we're just a better team than Dallas. Like, mm-hmm. they could still very well beat us in this series. But I don't think there's really a question which of these two teams on paper is better. Mm-hmm. Haskinen's real, go- gr- real good, but very green. Bishop has been phenomenal all season. And, we, but we've seen him beatable before. But like Bennington, he's been through like this Bennington, before. And also, Bennington doesn't have the track record, but you can't say he's been worse than Bishop this season. Mm. You can just say, well, maybe he collapses, but also maybe Bishop <laughs> collapses. And Bishop, quite frankly, so far has collapsed more than Bennington relative to what each of them were in the first round. Um, and then, yeah, they've got the better top line, obviously, but beyond that, we've got all the forward depth. So... Game three tonight, how were you feeling going in? I was feeling a little scared. Um, Craig Bruby changed up the lines. They moved Schwartz back up to the top line with O'Reilly and Tarasenko. Moved, a move I questioned very much. Oh, yeah. Moved Perron down to the second line with Sunquist and Shen. And then with Perron moved down, they moved Sunquist to center. And they moved Shen to left wing. So that seemed a little iffy. I mean, it worked out for the win. But um, I just think this is a good point to mention this because I'm looking at it right in front of me, though. Steven, it worked out for the better. I think Schwartz Uh (laughs) and Tarasenko and O'Reilly, they looked all right, right? Mm -hmm. I think so, at least. Uh, David Perron, Braden Shen, and Oscar Sundquist were bottom five in Corsi 4 on this team. Uh, David Prawn had, David Prawn was the highest Stephen of these three with thirty seven. Because I watched that guy's game and it wasn't great. He was forcing it. Braden Shen, I, mean, I guess thirty six percent. Sunquist Shen's on 30%. the first power play unit though too, right? Yeah. So Prawn isn't getting a false bump from that. Oh, I put this down on Natural Stat Trick. Credit to them as all. This is all ice time. Okay, nice. So yeah, Oscar Sunquist, who I believe we said in game one had over. He had like. Had the second most, yeah, of any forward, and he was at thirty percent for a guy that played twenty three minutes, twenty three minutes of ice time. Yeah, that's not that. I'm no disrespect to any of those players; mm-hmm. they've all played well this season. But like, that's just not a line that worked at all tonight. Mm-mm. Like, it was propelled and held up by the other three lines. And really, quite frankly, at lines, this point, practically. At this point, I'd like to see what Fra- Robbie Fabry would have playing up a line because he's mm-hmm. far beyond those guys. Who's he with? Barbashev and Steen. Mm. Steen, who was at the bottom of the pack with 28%. Jeez. That, I mean, like, I feel bad. I, but he only played 11 minutes. I feel bad in advance for the hate he's going to receive over the next few seasons because it's mm. going to be 
loud and unanimous. <laughs> and we'll probably join in it at points. Yeah. But anyways, those were the changes. So Oh, and sorry, Bortuzzo in for Edmondson. Oh yeah, which is a big change. <laughs> Not a good change. <laughs> I mean, I, I kinda like it because Edmonton looked poopy. Yeah. And so it's good to send him. It was message. the change to make. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was we'll 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 talk about Bortuzzo a fair amount. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's start by admitting that right off the hop, the Schwartz change looked real friggin' smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he scored a goal assisted by Pareko and O'Reilly Pareko, one of five uh, defensive points in the evening to go along with five plus defensive gaffes, as we'll discuss. <laughs> um, Petrangelo played this puck in deep. And Schwartz chipped it back to Ryan O'Reilly, who pulled up 180 behind the net, passed it along the wall to Pareko. Uh, he shot it. Schwartz was getting hooked and possibly high-sticked by Taylor Fadoon, who is not a name I've heard at all this who is, Like, is that a defenseman? Yeah, I I mean, I, like, I know of Fadoon, like, from the regular season and past seasons, I think. But that is not a name I've heard this series, so I wonder if, like, they... Maybe they bortuzoed him or something, too. Like, literally, that's how little I've heard about him. Um, but in any case, he uh, he was stick sticking, hooking or high-sticking Schwartz, who was possibly high-sticking him back. Uh, Schwartz deflected the shot. They wa- they reviewed it to see if the puck were the, the stick was high, but it was not. Good goal. Blues up one nothing. 90 seconds in. How'd that feel did that ease your concerns <laughs> no whenever the blues go up early i'm just as scared as we're when so they were tied broken. we're so broken i'm almost more scared it's like oh no now now they'll lose they'll be in the lead now and they'll it's lose. disappointing yeah disappointing if there was just zero zero and they got reefed like four nothing be like well yeah there's <laughs> just different different ways of being disappointed i was happy but I was a little scared, but it's always nice to get that first goal on the road real early, quiet that big D crowd. Mm. Did, did we? Did I ever show you the guy behind uh, the glass with the bang? You, you tried at one point, and we, he wasn't doing I think you left the room, but yeah, there's the guy that sits behind where, I guess, the blues shoot twice? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. That has, yes, the big hashtag bang sign, and he bangs on the glass, and I... Don't know how they allow these animals into their arena. <laughs> Enterprise Center, Starship Enterprise would never allow such a mm-hmm. thing. Only intellectuals in there. <laughs> <laughs> intellectuals and Patrick Maroon. Uh, the star- <laughs> We love Patrick Maroon, but I don't think he'd even describe himself as an intellectual. You guys know me. I'm Patrick Maroon, a self-described fucking intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he knows the meaning of the word. Uh, the Stars scored a power point goal late in the first period with 17 minutes elapsed. Alexander Radulov scored it, his fifth goal of the playoffs. Uh, how did Pete Blackburn describe Alexander Radulov, Ian? Do you remember something about his beard? Oh, his beard so long that it almost touches his chest hair. Congratulations to him. Jason Hulsetsa <laughs> scored his second assist of the series. And Justin Dowling, who also exists. Yeah. I guess second cousin of J.K. Rowling uh, got his second assist for a second cousin. Uh, Essel Lindell, who we'll talk about plenty in this game, oh, uh, is my. holding a blue to the ground with a sleeper hold. I didn't. I could. I literally couldn't see who it was because that's how obscured they were. But apparently, it's legal. Um, mm-hmm. 
Playoffs. The puck got down low to <laughs> Spezza, who passed across to Radulov for the backdoor goal. Uh, not a good look defensively, but it's a power play, and Lindell got to neutralize a second person. So what are you going to do? Uh, I'll, I'll say this, not Bennington's best game. Yeah. This let, let me rephrase. He made a lot of good saves that he shouldn't have made. Mm-hmm. He also not great on the goals he allowed. <laughs> um, we'll talk That's about a that. Fair assessment. We'll talk about that more later. And honestly, I mean, you allow three goals, your team won. So not, I'm not like you know railing on him. I just want to be fair because we pick on Jake a lot, and I try to be aware when <laughs> Bennington. We try to be impartial. We're not, yeah, but we, we try, try to be. Uh, there was an... <laughs> <laughs> Two guys in a cup trying to be impartial. <laughs> I got to your note here. Bowmeister took an early delay of game penalty. Neat! <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it, but yes, the decor of this team had... What a game for them. All six of them really showed up. <laughs> <laughs> really were present. Oh, boy. They got their uh, citizenship score, and it was satisfactory. Yeah, they got the white ribbon for the uh, presidential <laughs> fitness workout. Uh, you mentioned that the Blues looked so much slower than Dallas. Oh, was yes. it a particular play or just the general pace uh, of the whole game? No, I mean, it was beginning of the second period, which is funny because I think the rest of the period we looked really good. Um, but it seems like if we're not playing if we're not playing Dallas physically, they're running over us. And mm-hmm. normally I would say, oh, don't play physical because then you're chasing. But it did seem, not to jump ahead too much, but like in the third period as we rolled along, the more physical we played, the more Dallas shrank. Mm-hmm. Which seemed a little odd because I kind of thought their game was like speed and physicality, but... To start with, we weren't hitting them, and they looked, like, untouched through the neutral zone, and it was really bothering me to watch. They shrank back, or you could even say they dove back. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> foreshadowing. Uh, Tyler Bozak did score eight minutes and 30 seconds into the second period, assisted by Robert Thomas and Vince Dunn. Realistically, Thomas scored this goal, and Bozak did the last little pink. Uh, it was like <laughs> the gimme putt at the end of Tiger's Masters run. Like, it had to happen, but also, it was never in doubt. <laughs> um, Maroon was harassed by Lovejoy behind the net, but he passed it along to Dunn. Dunn sp- spun off Janmark, crashed the net, spun again, and passed back to Thomas with a lot of space. Uh, Thomas shot it, and the puck trickled through b- b- uh, b- 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 Bishop's five-hole. Real weak there. Real. He needs to do some Kegel exercises, <laughs> I guess. And Bozak not Tighten up. <laughs> uh, any thoughts on this goal? Have we, did we look that up? We didn't look it up. I did. You did? Bozak? Yeah. 4-0? Now we really? are 4-0 when Bozak scores in these here playoffs. You just need more of that. I get. I mean, it kind of, like, obviously it's not really a trend, but it kind of makes sense that when that line's scoring, like when you're getting, when you're getting secondary scoring, and by scoring I should say goal or assist, mm-hmm. um, but when you're getting secondary scoring, you're winning playoff games. Like, that's not hard usually I know. so it's always one of those weird things where you can harp on the stars for not showing up but then when they do you have to harp on the depth for not showing up and vice versa and it's really they all need to be moving in the same direction i'm trying to look up these possession stats for that line they were very good but my 
iPad is screwing up. This is now a Microsoft Surface. Stats for that. Oh, just the maroon Bozak and uh, Thomas line. Let me see if I can find it. I'm going to get here. Dig, dig, report. dig. They were really good, though. That whole line looked what really good. What am I good. looking? On ice forward lines? Or just blues individual. Or maybe on ice. Yeah, I think that's right. Which Folks, you're getting real deep into <laughs> how we how we work here. Oh, now, of course, it pops up. Yeah, good know. good stuff. Now mine's freezing. Great. Blues shot map. A lot of shots by the shoddy plays. No, yeah, the Blues did a really good job um, in front of Bishop. I mean, at least three of their four goals were scored. In and around the blue paint. They did a much better job getting it inside. I know Perron talked a lot about that in the pregame, about how they really need to start trying to penetrate Dallas Stars' uh, defense. The big D. I was trying to say lots of <laughs> D things. Yeah, D. yeah, you got it. Robert Thomas led the team in relative Corsi 4, trailed slightly by Vince Dunn, and then Bozak and Maroon. So yeah. they outplayed the rest of the team. Dunn, real good. One big gaffe in this game. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. God, that kid's a player. Yeah. Like, he's really just, like, he's good. Well, you were talking I about... I thought he was, like, good, mm-hmm. but he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's face lights up as he says the mm. latter good. That's the jersey, baby. I think. You're not going to get an Oscar Sundquist jersey? Oh, maybe. There's so many options on this mm. lovable misfit team. Let's see. Robert Thomas had, I think, didn't he have overall, like, 70% Corsi for I think it was altogether, but that's insane. Like they added such a good line or such a good game today. And yeah, Dunn when he starts to play more active in the offensive zone, you're saying it against Winnipeg. When this team has D that are pinching in, they're so much harder to play against. Uh-huh. Yes, D they're pinching. Well, there's lots of D not, jokes. We're not doing phrasing at all anymore. No, no. Okay. People just have to listen to this. <laughs> and they can pick up what they want to pick up. But they really do. When they're playing active, they look so much better, especially Dunn. All of a sudden, it's a fourth forward, and it's getting guys that are trying to defend the blue line for the Stars out of place, and it's getting them to run around, and that's when we looked our best all game long. And again, when we're sitting back on our heels and just playing two guys at the blue line, and that's it, we look so much more stale, so much more slow. It's, yeah. They need to do more be of that. Be aggressive. Be yeah. aggressive. Speaking of picking up what you want to pick up, Andrew Cogliano got in on a total breakaway, and Carl Gunnarsson lifted his stick from behind. Carl, boom, boom, Gunnarsson. I gotta say, stick lift I'd love to keep that guy around. We can't, like, it wouldn't make any sense contractually or health-wise <laughs> or roster space-wise, unless he's just like, I love St. Louis, we'll play League Men, just play me in front of Father. Then great. I don't know. He's he Russian? a Russian too, apparently. <laughs> but in any case, great play by Gunnarsson. Not so great play a few minutes later when he high sticks Roman Polak in the face, which is where you high stick people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This led to the most amusingly strange moment of the game where uh, Essel and Del. So on the ensuing power play. There was a play behind the net, and Robert Bortuzzo, for some reason, decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to cross-check Essel You know what? I'm, I'm going to do it again. And you know <laughs> what? I'm going to do it a third time. And on the third time, Essel was like, 
struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. He dove like it was no, like there was no tomorrow. Like he was on the high board, and it was Olympic gold time. Jesus. And um, I mean, he really dove three times. He dove three times. And the last and one dove, was the worst. So he dove there, and then after the whistle is blown, they whist- they immediately they're like cross check. And an embellishment, which, by the way, doesn't make sense to me. Because if it's an embellishment, then it didn't do it. And, like, if if a cross-check happens in the playoffs and doesn't actually affect someone, it shouldn't be called. And if they need to embellish it for... Anyway, we can get <laughs> stuck in a logical loop all day. But Bortuzzo, after the whistle, cross-checked him again. And it was, to be fair, I think the nastiest of the cross-checks. True. But he dove again! He it clearly the, dove again! It was the worst dive I've ever oh, seen. Oh, so Essa, I don't like... I now have a feeling for him, and it's a bad feeling. I used to feel nothing for Essa Lindell. In fact, he was on my fantasy team earlier this year, and I was like, oh, he's kind of, you know, getting me a point or two, but you're setting the sport back, buddy. I know people crap on soccer for diving all the time, and anytime there's a dive in hockey, they make fun of soccer, and I get it, and it's terrible. But, like, (laughs) there is, like, an art to diving well, especially Mm -hmm. in soccer, where it's like... Could I stand up? Yes. But have they committed a foul? Yes. And if I need the ref to see this foul, I need to hit the turf, you know? Mm. And then, like, the rolling around on the ground hysteric shit gets out of hand real fast. But sometimes, (laughs) like, and I think, to be fair, not to be fair, really, but to to Lindell's (laughs) credit, I kind of think that's what he was doing. Because Vortuzo cross-checked him three times. Yeah. And on the third one, he had to kind of go, oh, God, like, maybe a ref will see it if I just go, blah! And they did, to be <laughs> fair. But it's still embarrassing to watch. That's what I mean. I'm, I mean, I'm not that guy normally, but, like, man up, dude. Like, what the fuck? Uh, like, it was, so, it was so embarrassing to watch. I've never seen anything like it. And in all honesty, I get you're jacked up in, in Big D and you're fucking drunk off your ass. But if I was there and Carl Gunnarsson just threw himself on the ground, I'm not booing the refs anymore. I'm just like, I'm going to sit there silently. I was like, you can't boo about that, you guys. It was such a such an awful it's so, dive. It's so clear. It's just so So clear. bad. No, I get it. You totally have your right to boo. But I'm just saying it just sounds funny because I'm like, no, 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 no. He's got to go. It was so bad. And all the gifts I'm seeing people create out of this, fantastic. We've got content for the rest of the entire <laughs> series. It's fantastic. Yeah, but now I feel like I see Esselindell and I'm like, okay, so I know who you are. And I mean, maybe... <laughs> I know can... what kind of player you yeah. are. Yeah, Eurosoft. Swedish. Eurosoft. Yeah, I, I mean, he can play himself out of it and I can feel like, oh, he's a, he's a good player. He's a skilled player. No, but yeah. now, not for me, yeah, yeah. not for the series. How big a difference he'd have to make the rest of the series for you to think, you know what, diving things in the past. <laughs> he'd have to be pretty much like Eric Carlson of however many years ago, just on fire, two, three points every I, game. What if I took the Ottawa Senators to the finals? Just personally, just me. <laughs> um, oh, it, 
But then he, well, we'll get there. He dove again later. Oh, they didn't catch oh, it. Oh, we'll get there. Uh, he didn't catch it, but it was karma. Mm-hmm. It was karma chameleon for him. Open um, the door, get on the floor. <laughs> Everybody do, do the, the SL and Dell. So the Blues enter the third period up by a score of two goals to one. You knew it was never going to last. You knew it was never going to last. You were thinking, get a third goal. Maybe you can hold it. They Mm. didn't, and they didn't. Uh, Andrew Cogliano, or as Patrick Maroon called him, the Colagano. The Colagano. Colagano. He's not a monster, Patrick. Uh, (laughs) The Colagano rose from the deep and scored a (laughs) shorthanded goal, assisted by Matthias Janmark. Woof. Um, so, how did we get this power play? It was the result of something. Mm. Oh, was it Polak high stick? Maru- Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. 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 So Thomas went down, and he was down for a while, and it, you thought there may be blood, and there wasn't. And then we're on the power play with eight minutes left, and you're thinking, good, two minutes where they won't score. You didn't have the audacity to think, oh, we might score a power play goal because you've watched this series so far. <laughs> Um, and to the Stars' credit, one power play goal all postseason, and it was scored by mm-hmm. us in game one. Um, Suck it, Preds. <laughs> but the puck was played all the way around to Perron, who got checked off of it, and Shin shot it back to Dunn kind of desperately, and Dunn couldn't stop it or corral it. Yanmark raced past him, uh, and he went down for the backdoor feed to Cogliano. Cogliano knocked it into Bennington, who actually made the first pad save, uh, but couldn't do a lot after that. Dunn, for some reason, went to his knees, and the puck <laughs> was kind of under his legs, but he couldn't, like, bend. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't, like, get to it. He Maybe he could have, like, closed a glove on it, but that's a penalty, so he didn't mm-hmm. do anything. Um, and Cogliano got the rebound to knock it in. Patrick Sharp explain this play on the post-game show, saying, two speedy forwards, Dunn stays in the middle of the ice, not sure to take Janmark or Cagliano, doesn't take either. Cagliano there to clean up the garbage tie game. And that seemed apt. Mm-hmm. That seemed like a perfect description. This third period was freaking nutso, though. Uh, it was too much. It was too much uh, for how did me. we survive this? Alex Petrangelo scored less than a minute, led just over a minute later. Um, <laughs> and he rang one off the post to start. Yeah, so he took a heavy shot from the point, and it's blocked, and maybe, was that the one that went off the sh- post? I don't know. Or was it an early I one? I just know it was same zone time, yeah. same time they're in the zone. Um, and it got... Knocked around behind, Schwartz got it back out to Bomeister, who dished it back to AP, Adrian Petrangelo, Peterson, <laughs> Alex, all day, Petrangelo. Mm. And um, he took the one-timer, the big slapper for the clean goal. It didn't hit anybody. Uh, Bomeister and Schwartz with the assist. It's 3-2 Blues, baby. For a second, for one <laughs> second, did you think this game ended 3-2 no. Blues? No. No, never, enough. never. You, you, you've seen too much. What was that? We still had five over five, five minutes, minutes left. left. Yeah, yep. no way, Jose. At very least, Dallas was scoring with a goalie pulled. I knew that for sure. Oh, yeah. And almost as much time passed between that goal and the next one as between that goal and the previous one when Tyler Sagan tied it at three, Miro Haskin and Matt Zuccarello assisted, Petrangelo 
made the boo-boo here. He tried to play it off the wall. Heiskanen did make a nice play to keep it in, but also Petrangelo just didn't do it right. Uh, Zuccarello passed it back to Heiskanen. I keep trying to pronounce it correctly. It just looks like Heiskanen. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know what it is. I just am trying to read quick. I know you're oh, not wow. mad, but there are people out there that are having like a oh. mini seizure about high skin. <laughs> I'm I'm the maddest. <laughs> He's gonna stab I'm me God right damn after. loopy. <laughs> uh, Hayskinen saw the long feed to pay uh, Seguin. Good God, and he passed it. Uh, <laughs> penguins. O- o- <laughs> penguins. O'Reilly and Petrangelo couldn't get to Miro. Maybe that's what the symbol was about. And Gunnarsson couldn't stop Seguin. <laughs> and Bennington overcommitted to Haskinen shooting the puck and couldn't even make a play to get over. Sagan had the easy backdoor shot into the wide open net tie game. Benedict. Cumberbatch. I can say complicated names, just not easily. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on this goal? Thoughts on the inevitable, inevitable goal? Um, I hated it. <laughs> the same good Alex thought, Petrangelo giveth an Alex Petrangelo taketh Take the away. away. <laughs> uh, not to, let's not undersell Carl Gunnarsson completely forgetting Tyler Sagan's a player as well and dropping to his face oh, as the goal yes. is scored. Oh, indeed, indeed, indeed. And just shame. Yes. It was just a shame bow. <laughs> as he was like, oh, I'm oh, raw. No. I am so sorry for my transgressions. Oh, <laughs> uh, And he should be. Uh, he should be. It was not good. And no part of this was good. And you thought maybe the Blues lose in overtime. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I thought it was OT for show. Oh, I thought regulation lost. Oh, sure, why not? Just fucking kill me sooner. Actually, that would have been too easy. Yeah, um, <laughs> that would have been mercy. But our pessimism was for naught temporarily. Um, <laughs> well, we did win. I mean, we yeah, did go yeah, on to yeah. win. This isn't like a she survived for a period situation, <laughs> but uh, we'll explain what I meant in a minute. But first, Patrick Maroon with his second goal of the playoffs. Maroon through Fadoon, who wasn't on the ice, but it did rhyme. He got assists from Jay Bomeister and Tyler <laughs> Bozak. Lindell, you little bitch. Bozak <laughs> fought for a puck behind and got it out high to Bomeister. He fed it behind Maroon. Uh, Maroon, during this time, gently cross-checked Essa, Greg Luganus, Lindell to his doom. <laughs> he dove again. This was the third dive to com- complete the final iteration, and Maroon was now wide open. The puck went behind the net. He grabbed it. He fit it in front. He shot it far corner over Bishop, who was guarding his post. Good goal, 4-3. He celebrates, and he scores, said Kenny Albert, because that's the order those things (laughs) usually happen in. Uh, What a goal. What a goal by Maroon. That was an amazing goal. This fucking guy. I don't like, I'm really torn about what we do in the offseason with him, and we'll discuss that at a later date. But this fucking guy, credit to him for, like, just being dog shit for half a season. <laughs> Credit with, to you for being dog shit. With due shit. respect, he was terrible for oh, half yeah, a season. 100%. And maybe he was still recovering from back surgery. Maybe he wasn't fitting in. Maybe the team was just that awful. Who the fuck I don't back know. surgery but takes he was a while. So bad. Yeah, exactly, right? You're all bad. But he was so bad. And then, like, last, I mean, throughout the playoffs, he's been a difference maker. Mm-hmm. A real big time difference maker. And it's not even showing up on as much on the stat sheet as it could. Mm-hmm. But his 
line has this whole that whole third pairing when we're firing on all cylinders, they're driving a lot of the action, and he does it again. And this time he gets the big goal, and it doesn't happen on center ice. But Patrick Maroon for the rest of his life is going to have scored a clutch game winner for his hometown hockey team, and that's got to make you feel good, mm-hmm. right? That's got to be a good story. Thoughts on this goal? I hate it. <laughs> I hate, oh, I hate Patrick Maroon. Um, no, he's Patrick Sharp. I think described him as playing physically, but not in the traditional sense where he's like on the forecheck and banging bodies, but more that he's using his size to wear down the Dallas Stars with possession. They can't get away from him. They're chasing them. It takes energy out of him, and then he's able to capitalize. Uh, and I, that's what I'm seeing too. Fuck Esselindel. Fuck you, piece of shit fall down, can't defend Patrick Rune. That's what you get. That's what you get for diving. I hate you. I hate you so much. I'd like to drive this home. I feel like I feel like we did not make a big enough deal about this at the time. The two guys know yeah. Cubs podcast things. Uh, Don't dive. This is what you get for diving. How can you do this another time? He's going to do it can, again. I mean, they'll catch the him for it. to do it? Do it again, buddy. In do it the fucking same again. Game. I'd love to see hey, it. Hey, buddy, we're here. We're here. <laughs> I'd love to see it happen. Do it again. Game four. Go for it. Why not? Oh, what a play. What a big old And what dummy. a big old bag of dicks Basil Lindell is. <laughs> but, yeah, Patrick Maroon has an un- underrated hands. I feel like everyone's always like, ooh, soft mitts by that big guy. I mean, I would have never thought Patrick Maroon scored these kind of goals. Even when he was scoring, whatever, 27 goals with McDavid, I figured all those were just, you know, me, Patrick Maroon, stick on ice, and then, you know, (laughs) McDavid just dinked one off of him for 27 (laughs) times in a row. (laughs) Just shooting it off his midsection. (laughs) Patty, I need you to stand right here and be a big pylon for me to bank shots off of you. Okay. You got it, Connie. Um, and Patrick Maroon has a nice blue shirt, too. And yeah. don't hear what I didn't say. I did not say a nice blues shirt. Mm-hmm. He has a blue shirt, just an off-brand blue <laughs> long sleeve T-shirt that he wore for the post-game interview. Maybe he thinks that's what this team is, like the Browns. You know, Maybe just it's like just a brown, the, the color, color brown. blue. Which Some is... people do. Mm-hmm. Lots of people. Oh, do. everyone in Minnesota. I, I got a text from that. my boss the other day that said, "Just realized it was a music to- note," and I was like, oh, hap- "How did you just?" That happens way what too else often. Was it? What did you think it was? What yeah. did you think it was? That's what I've said to people, and they go, "Oh, I thought it was like the Browns or something." Where it's just like, you but know, the, the blues. Are- but the Browns are also Browns for their own reason that I'm unaware of. But, but they, I know they are. But they had like, do- but they have a dog logo. Yeah, they got and you're not shit. like, well, that's a brown dog, you know. Like you mm. get that. It, oh. I was like, what? St. Louis Blues? Like, are the Cincinnati Reds the Reds for a reason? Red stockings. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, there's no colors that are just like the Louisiana yellows not in America, or something. Yeah, no, <laughs> not in America. Well, I mean, I was thinking of like the Liverpool Reds. I think oh, they're just okay. red, but they were red in like 1846. So. They, didn't, they hadn't invented color yet. It was a big deal. Uh, <laughs> the first color. <laughs> let's discuss uh, 
I, I, I wanted to go down a real nerdy rabbit hole, but we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're skipping what a sock and, We're it. skipping and moving. Let's discuss for a moment Pareko's mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Pareko Mistakos right next to Fruit Loops <laughs> in the, the cereal that's, aisle. That's the next Oshio's Pareko's Pareko Mistakos. Just a big old, uh, um, big old Home Alone face. <laughs> So with 44 seconds left, Pareko flips the puck up and over the glass. It is a minor penalty, no questions asked. Should it be? No, but it is. <laughs> and uh, there was much review for no real reason. <laughs> the, and the audacity it, for him to point at Tyler Sagan and be like, mm, run off of Tyler Sagan, <laughs> when it was like not even near Tyler not Sagan. Even close. Uh, Good they, for you, Pareko. And I should say, they can't review it. Yeah. It, so by it. much review, I mean they just talked amongst themselves and they said, do you think it went off a second? And I was like, probably, but if it didn't, we're getting another ref to suck chant. And they're like, fine, just call it. Just I be said, safe and call Is one it. of us going to have to apologize for making a bad call? I was like, almost certainly. but <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> certainly. Whatever. You know who we are. <laughs> uh that, so the Blues have a penalty to kill for the final 44 seconds. Actually ended up sort of working in their favor because they just got to clear it down. Mm-hmm. And that killed about 20 of those seconds. And ultimately killed it, won the game. Pareko was saved from <laughs> the pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Oh, nice. But uh, thoughts on this game and the defense in general. Blues went 4-3. to three. Yeah. Three to two, four to three. <laughs> they outshot the stars thirty-four to thirty-one. They got dominated in the face-off circle, which is strange. Sixty-three to thirty-eight. Zero for two on the power play. Stars were one for four. Uh, hits were about even, twenty-eight to twenty-nine. And the Blues had a lot more blocks, and the Stars had a few more giveaways. Thoughts that on the defense right. in particular? Yes, tonight our D core was bad. It was a D minus core, if I'm being honest. Oh, better than an F here. Did you guys know Alex or Alex Jay Bowmeister has five postseason assists? I was going to like try and name what Jay they were. <laughs> two of them were in this game oh, okay. on the final two goals. Well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know where the other three were at all. I'd like a goal. Give me a Jay Bomeister playoff goal. Game winner. See Ooh, be... series winner. Let's just do it. Yeah, see if he smiles at all. I'm just like, well, just another series. Just another series you got to go by not, and win. It's not as exciting as a TPS report. Yeah. <laughs> I like to balance these books, guys. <laughs> now that's cooking with fire. We had to win in game five so I could have time to do my taxes. Yeah, come on, Jay, yeah. tax season ended like a month ago. I know, like 2024. Yeah, next, next year's taxes. <laughs> Jay, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Not to you. <laughs> Feeble brain. <laughs> yeah. Franco uh, had this blunder that we just talked about. Dunn took care of zero things on the two-to-one shorthanded goal. Petrangelo <laughs> couldn't clear the zone, and Gunnarsson lost track of Sagan on the three on Three or three tying goal. Bo Meester took a delay of game penalty earlier in the game. Bortuzzo was freely cross-checking Lindell, despite the atrocious dive. Well, on the penalty kill, the decor lost its fucking marbles tonight. <laughs> Were there any defensemen you didn't name other than Edmondson? 
Uh, Franco's Dunn, Petrangelo, Gunnarsson, Bowmeister, Bortizzo. Yeah, it was all of <laughs> That's them. six. I equally thought Ooh, they all played. They played shitty. Yeah. They played real bad. They had points that Petrangelo were Petrangelo looked real bad at points and real good at yeah. points. Just Same with Dunn. Real north and south with that guy, and so did Dunn, but Dunn had the one real bad blunder, and I didn't really notice him a lot. Yeah. Bowmeister looked pretty good, but he did have the flip over the boards. Pareko, I don't know what to do with that guy. I'm all over the place on him. Bortuzzo and Gunnarsson, whatever. They're, yeah. You don't, they can't be flawless. Gunnarsson but, was a little odder because normally he's pretty, you know, stay at no, home, our steady. Our assistant coach is a little odder. Ha! <laughs> You're welcome. Ah, <laughs> oh, folks. That's why you passed the I concede box. the mic to you. I have, <laughs> I have no retort. It was, um, but, it was a good game. Right? Yeah. I mean, generally, I felt like we kind of eked it out, but at the same time, I think I wasn't quite paying attention to sometimes we really were running them around in their own zone, and we did look dangerous. I just think that it wasn't obviously total domination, and so people aren't going to be able to rest their hats on, man, the Blues looked excellent tonight. They looked good. They looked good, Yeah. especially in an opposing team's barn. I'll say barn, sure, why not? Sorry, go ahead. No, it's like they looked good on the road yeah. again. They're 4-0 and on the road. I'm pretty confident in them for game four. The nice thing about winning on the road like this one in game three on the road, you're up 2-1. If they lose game four on the road, I really don't feel that bad Terrifying. about it, honestly. I mean, please don't. Yeah, don't. But <laughs> for the love of God, do not. But <laughs> it's one of those ones where I'm like, okay, 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. It feels better when they get one one back to tie it than, say, like a Jets thing where they win two in a row uh, to tie it. You go, oh, they have the momentum, yeah. even though it didn't work out that way. But one more game up, you're like, eh. And no yeah, I had the brief flash today of us losing this game and then that constant debate where it's like, where we, we always talk about where it's like, oh, so game four, you have to win. And there are people who are like, you don't have yeah. to win it. And I'm like, but yeah, but but you do. Like, yeah. You have to. Because you don't win game four after you, if you lost tonight, you're down 3-1. And you're not winning you're them win all. You're going to win three in a row. You're not winning them all. That's so. the thing. This gives you that little wiggle room to still be able to lose two games, supposedly. Yeah. I mean. Very don't, yeah, but. very much don't do that, but yeah, it's. I think they put themselves in a good spot, and again, because they're good on the road, I feel very confident that they can win game they four. They could, they could just win it. Who knows? Again, I'd love Joey to see Palazzolo's him play physical got to again. delete his account if they don't, so yeah. tough marvels. That was his own bet he lies in. I don't know if he listens to this show. We love you, Joey. If what you kind do. of people we are you. we? Are we gonna pit the Blues winning in five games? Against oh I just really want to see him delete his account. <laughs> Actually, we're gonna have the most. We can have the b- best of both worlds. We can win in six games. Oh, there we go. Still a clean, easy victory. And mm-hmm. no Two more birds, joy. one stone. Whom we love. <laughs> Sounds like he's like leaving. We the just planet. despise his confidence. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Blues fans shouldn't be allowed to be confident. Jay Bowmeister. Check yourself. Jay Bowmeister and Colton Pareko were the only minus Corsi four percentage. Uh, defenders on the team, but they were also uh, both positive. Pareko was a plus two, and Bowmeister was a plus three. Neither of them was on ice for a goal against. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. Oh, wait, that's all. Hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> Recalculating. Uh, Bowmeister was not, and... <laughs> 
Pareko was not either. We were still correct. We were still correct. Very good. Uh, As but, always. <laughs> we never make mistakes. Robert Thomas, a 70.1, 71 Corsi 4. All strengths. What's his time on ice? What That's a, pretty big. Uh, 11.37. Oh, right. what the just fuck, kidding. What the fuck are you doing? That line, so Bozak, that's, that can't be all. They were on the ice for, Maroon was on the ice for nine minutes, Bozak 11 and... Thomas eleven thirty seven. That's the thing they played. Sunquist had twenty three minutes yeah. to ninety one. No good. I was saying twenty three oh, minutes thirty percent. Corsi four. That's what I think really sets. Like I mean, I, granted we killed four penalties. I think so. Mm. Well, three I think because one of them offset. But like you're not gonna. Yeah, you won't see Robert Thomas on the penalty but, kill. But although you realistically could. Sure, why not? But, Play him in the Tarasenko role where he's out there when it's coming off the boards, you know? Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's just not, I don't, I, what I was going to say is I think a, a great coach makes those adjustments in-game rather than mm-hmm. after the game, and I'm not, this is not crap on Berube time because we won, great job, all that, but. I just think that's something I want to see him kind of develop more. Is like, oh, Sunquist has the worst possession on the team. And yeah, again, some of that's because he was playing on the penalty kill a lot. But still, get him out of there last time, man. Especially yeah. as as good as Thomas you, and Bozak. And even Maroon if you put there. it on five on five, there's still not great possession yeah. this game. I hope, I don't mind if they keep those lines together. I think they obviously will because they won. But I would really hope that. The Shen Sunquist Peron line bounces back. They all just kind of looked like they were just pushing through it I'd tonight. I'd say shoot Fabry up to that line and shoot Peron down to the fourth for a game. Yeah. And just see. Just Maybe. See. That's what I'd do. I mean, that doesn't. You e- crazy. It doesn't even have to be a whole game. If it if it looks bad right away, you're like, oh shit, and then just undo it, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But like the old I Ken Hitchcock special. Here's the thing, and for for a pair of people that have. I don't want to say crapped on, but haven't been Robbie Fabry's friend particularly this year. I think he's looked really good. Mm-hmm. All all play or this series especially, he's looked as especially considering who he's playing with. I think he's looked pretty good. So I yeah, think he's earned with, a shot at put more on Sunquist and Shen people, or at least Sunquist that's defensively responsible. Yeah, two bigger guys. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. A couple of quotes, bunch of quotes. Alex Petrangelo, uh, he talked about the last goal against. He said, I probably could have made a better play there on the wall. Yes, you could have. But their (laughs) D are coming every time. uh, But good teams find a way to win, and that's what we're doing right now. Uh, when he was asked why they went on the road by Pierre, he said, we just believe in the process. As cliche as it sounds, we're playing the same way. We just keep on playing, and it's a heck of an effort to come back. Uh, and then finally on the Pareko Mistako, he said it's tough ice right uh, this time of year everywhere. It's not any good sort of intentional play. It's not any sort of intentional play. Those are the ones where you want to bail the guy out, and we did just that. Uh, Maroon and his interview in his blue shirt said i kind of outmuscled my guy there on the final goal and i knew i had a chance to take it to the net bishop was on the side so i had to get it up quick again just no phrasing we're just done mm-hmm. we're done with phrasing. he had to get it up uh, quick. <laughs> that's just a sentence that is factual mm-hmm. uh, he said being physical to me is protecting the pucks getting into the four checks, wearing their D down. Mm-hmm, you gotta. And making it hard for them. So oh, you yeah. set up the next line. You see, the thing is you gotta wear it down <laughs> to make it hard for them. 
Phrasing? Nope, nope, no phrasing. Uh, they came out with really good starts. I thought we handled it really well. Finally, a few from the coach. Uh, he was asked why they have won all four games in the playoffs on the road. He says, I don't know, uh, by one goal. I don't know. I can't explain it, but we've been a good road team all year. Wouldn't say all year. All year. Uh, I thought right from the get-go we were engaged, we were aggressive, and that sets the tone for us from the game. Uh, when he was asked on how the team bounced back uh, during this game, he said, we've done that all year. Again, criminally loose definition of all year. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, if he means just this calendar yeah. year, then he's yeah, right he's on right. point. Someone uh, should ask for clarification. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Craig. Craig, I don't mean to be that guy. Oh, down here, down Craig, here right Craig. in front. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that would be a great question. Anyway, he says, we've done that all year. We've had practice at it. And then to his credit, he chuckled. He was, it was the, this team was real shitty for half a year. Chuckle that coaches do. You know, the chuckle coaches do. You know, the chuckle coaches do. Have you ever talked or like seen reporters talk to coaches or athletes and it's almost like they're so involved in the sport that you realize that they don't know like what stuff, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, yeah, you could say, Craig, do you mean the calendar year, jokingly? And he'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, for sure. And like, like January. And he'd be like, huh? And like, okay, no, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on, Craig. <laughs> Probably. Uh, he said it was back and forth this game. We had a few mental mistakes uh, late on. We just got to be better, but we stayed with it, and so did they. They battled, too, and kept it close right down to the end. We stayed with it and battled back. Obviously, a huge goal by Patty Maroon. And then finally, he said, I think our whole team was at our best tonight. We were a lot more aggressive, a lot more physical, a much heavier game. Everybody. Thoughts on any of those quotes? (laughs) I mean... The floor is yours. I would hope that you're not at your best tonight. I mean, some of you looked like dog shit, but <laughs> but you came through and you won, so that's 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 a good it's a major feeling. Victory. Yeah, major. that's a good feeling. Minor, that makes you feel like you minor victory. You're even better next game. You win. I don't know. Five to two. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was going to just give us one extra goal. <laughs> Five to three. Sure. God sure. knows that that won't be an empty netter either because we can't score those no. ever. No, 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 no. To hell with no. those. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a win. We're up mm. 2-1 in the series, lots of reason for positivity. I don't know that the Stars have a much better game to play in them. You know, they dominated face-offs, they got mm. more shots than us. They got, they scored on their power play. Yeah, they keep saying we haven't seen their best, and I'm like, well. What is their best, though? Running out of time a little we bit. We haven't seen Lindell's best dive? Is that what they're talking about, perhaps? Actually, that's a really good point. I get they have those top three guys, and they got Bishop, and they can play out of their minds. But you're right. When it's like, what is Dallas's best? And also, though, like if we just shut down their top three guys, we're just doing that. And mm. so far, we have for the most part. Yeah. I mean, we didn't today. Two of them got goals. I'm, I recognize that. But, like... Is that them showing up? Because then we beat them when they showed up, too. Yeah, yeah I don't know what... Da- Dallas is... Sounds very, like, I'm believing the Blues too much. Dallas's best, I don't think, is good enough to win a cup. Like, of all the all the teams left, and it's an easier path for everyone, I, I just don't think so. If I was handicapping all the teams left, genuinely, and I'm not saying they couldn't get past us, mm-hmm. I think they have, yeah, the worst chance of winning the cup. Probably. 
I would have norm in any other circumstance, I would have said hurricanes, but they're up to uh, an islander. Hurricanes have so. that devil magic right now. Mm-hmm. They just do, and they're like, but they're also a really good possession team, and mm-hmm. also Sebastian Ajo may be as good as any of these guys. Yeah, and their defense is much better than they probably get credit for. And certainly better. I mean, as good as Queenberg and Heiskanen are, they're certainly better as a whole. That's crazy. I mean, I believe. Like I the, mean, I agree, but it's the just Hurricanes not... have some stuff going for them, and like you can't write off anybody at this point because mm. these playoffs are so crazy. But yeah, I'm not trying to write off Dallas, but I think to your point, yeah, I just what's the what's that big gear that I'm about to see out of Dallas? Am I gonna see it? It kind of need right. for them, like we talked about with the Blues, if they'd lost tonight. Next game has to be Dallas's best game because I mean, I don't believe in them winning three in a row against this team. If we go up three one, I really don't, and that's as, that's as confident as you'll ever hear me in the Blues. <laughs> I really don't. They the Dallas Stars have to play their best game on Wednesday. Yeah, they and gotta. the thing is, like we talked about it at the beginning of the series, if if Radulov, Sagan, and Ben are on, and Bishop is on fire, they can beat anybody. They can mm-hmm. they can walk through anybody. Strong That's enough. how good that yeah. line is. Klingberg and Haskinen are good enough to make that happen offensively, and they can stomp anybody. We saw it against the Predators. Predators that game went six. That series went six. It was not a six game series. Mm-hmm. The Stars really beat them badly for the most part. But the exact opposite of that is also true, in that. If Sagan, if that line isn't firing and Bishop isn't razor sharp, they ain't going to stop anybody. Not in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Nashville would have walked through them if those guys weren't firing, you know? And and so, again, I'm not trying to be overconfident. We could lose game two and I'll be sweating bullets game five. Mm-hmm. And we very well may. But I this is one of those series, and it frustrates me, and it's been true a lot for the Blues, but, like, like when we lost to Nashville two years ago now, yeah. they were just the better team. Like, I, we could have played a better series, mm. but we shouldn't have really been in round two. Yeah, and, they, and that was the team that made the Western Conference Finals that year, I believe. Yeah, or Stanley Cup Finals, right? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, all the way to the Stanley Cup, um, yeah. And so they were just the better team, and that's it's. I would much rather lose to the better team than lose because you played yourself. And I'm afraid if if we lose this series, it's not going to be because we lost to the better team. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm not crazy worried about us losing the series. I mean, I have that lingering There's pessimism always the that's fear. always there, yeah. but I don't have a lot going on behind that. I don't think. Um, Anything else from the hockey world you want to cover? Um, so the Avs tied their series. Yeah, they're one one now. Going they, back to snowy Denver. Jesus, gross! I love snow, and even I'm just like, nope, no. thanks, nope, I'm done. Hurricane are up two zero, and the Islanders. Granted, we just talked, bumped the hurricane Devil up there, pumped them up. Magic. But yeah, that last game should have been the Islanders Oh, how do you not? Oh no! I watched that second period. They had so many chances. They had an extended five on three. They had like a backdoor feed wide open. They couldn't bury. Oh, I mean, a loss is a loss, but you know. And they had home ice, right? Yeah, Islanders did. The Hurricanes were unbeatable at home last series. Imagine a sweep. I think it's happening. I don't think. 
Islanders aren't like I'm not taking anything away from what they've done this year, but I don't know that they're the team that's just gonna like, you know, pull up their britches yeah. and just say it. The buck stops here. Either. Man, as much as the NHL would hate it, and I know lots of other big market fans would hate it, a Carolina Hurricanes team that sweeps the New York Islanders and then goes on to play some weird Cinderella team that is the Columbus Blue Jackets if they made it by Boston oh, would that's be the best sports story by far. would be the absolute bonkers series that would be so much fun that'd be two little market teams that just are like how did they get here why are they so good what's happening that'd be amazing I'd love it here's an interesting thought too um there was an athletic piece on uh the athletic, <laughs> uh, in, in which they talked to a bunch of, you know, one of their typical, like we interviewed 8,000 yeah. former players and current players and Hall of Famers and GMs. Do you think it's always GMs the same people? Probably, yeah. Same but, roster of five people. Uh, yeah, probably. But in any case, uh, and they talked, and I think it said a current executive, but it may have been a former one. Uh, but in, e- in either case, they were talking about how. Uh, they said something to the effect of, you know who's happy, smiling ear to ear right now? GB. And about (laughs) Gary Bettman, about how the first round went down. And I thought, what? And then he explained, he was like, parody. And I was like, oh. Like, there's definitely a part of the NHL where they're like, really would rather have New York and LA and Chicago in the finals. But like, to be fair to Batman, he's real big on the parody thing, mm-hmm. and there's no bigger. I mean, there's no bigger example of it. If you Tampa Bay got yeah. swept, Carolina and Columbus and Colorado and Dallas are in the second round, and St. Louis to less to a lesser extent, but like, and New York, like the the other New York, like that's parody. <laughs> that that is yeah. this league. Any team. Really can beat any team on any night. They shouldn't, but they can. <laughs> For the health of the league, this is really good because you, Boston always is going to have fans. The Rangers are always going to have fans. Toronto is always going to have people in seats, but like Carolina isn't always going to. Columbus isn't necessarily. And the better these teams look, the further they go in the postseason, the better they look to fans, the more tickets they can sell the next year. It helps with the health of those teams. Well, yeah. And plus, it's like, it's a message to other small market teams that say, hey, look look what's going on in Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's not like their stadium's half empty now, mm-hmm. and it won't be probably next season. That was bonkers to see playoff games. I mean, I'm glad they're full, but to me, I was still like, well, they'll probably be pretty full, but not completely. And they're completely full, yeah, and no packed. offense, Carolina fans, but I'm like, I didn't know there was that many of you. Yeah, no, seriously. That's not unfair. Yeah. And like... Great. I mean, I'm I'm not in love with the human being that is Tom Dundon, but mm-hmm. great for the franchise, and great for Rob Brendamore, and great for mm-hmm. uh, Dom Waddell, and like, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome, and it's awesome for hockey. And like, as as much as I, you know, as much as the league may not really want, and I may not, you know, as much as nobody expected it, can you imagine? Can you just imagine? I know it probably won't happen perfectly this way but an abs blues blue jackets hurricanes final four 
Holy shit. I couldn't even be mad. Like, I'd want the Blues to win, but I could not be mad about any of those four teams winning the Cup. That'd be so much fun. And I couldn't, like, even if if either of the Blue Jackets or the Hurricanes beat us in the Cup, again, not putting the (laughs) cart before the horse. I'm just saying hypothetically. I, I'd like I'd be sad. Let's be honest, we'd be angry. I'd be sad and angry, but I wouldn't resent that team the, the way I team. would if it was yeah. like Boston. Like if Boston beat us in the cup, I'd hate him forever more than I already do. That's the way it has to, the, to be. To the extent that I I actually root for Toronto next year, but like, <laughs> but if if it's one of those teams, I'm not going to hate him forever. You know, especially either well either of them. Yeah. Really. it's just like it's a cool story. This has to look really good for Seattle. On top of Vegas already looking oh, good, for but like sure. you can just start a team and you can be like a, someone that doesn't have much of a fan base to start, like, and you can just turn it around and be the, a good team within a year. Or I mean, in Vegas, is the expectation will year. be too high for Seattle for coming Seattle. in. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like there's no reason they should be a Garbo team either. Mm. Like they should compete. They shouldn't probably compete for a playoff spot from year one. And great, I want them to, mm. you know? And we can beat up on the Coyotes some until they're the <laughs> Houston Dynamos or whatever. Well, that's all. That's the soccer team. I don't... They'll take it. I don't know a lot about Houston. The Houston Branch Davidians. Was that close? Is Waco close to Houston? <laughs> um, Everything's close in Texas. I think <laughs> yeah, it's a very say. small, compact yeah. state. That's what they've always said. But yeah, I mean, it's awesome for hockey. It's fun hockey too. Like, I almost wish—I don't wish—but like it, I I wish there was a way to watch the whole playoffs with as much passion as I watch the Blues, or mm-hmm. not. You know, like if the Blues were gonna be out a year, this would have been a great year just to be able to go, oh shit, oh just pay oh attention, shit, yeah. you know. And and right now, like we're so in Blues mode, and we should be, and it's exciting. But like, I'm not like I'm tracking it, but I'm not like really detailed and it would have been awesome to be more detailed but um yeah it's great i mean it's awesome for the league Mm. i love it i love it i love hockey (laughs) it's all great i love hockey i love you i love the fans i do love you and our sponsors and our fans and our sponsors uh any other thoughts any other things to say Mm. uh we talked about doing an in-game thing we're not going to tonight uh, we oh, probably will. I yes. said in game. I'm like, oh, during the game. Uh, so next or next Thursday. You, this Thursday. Yes, unbeknownst to you. Well, I mean, you knew you had a church's concert. You didn't know the Blues would be in the second oh, round. It was like uh, me so you're going listener. to a concert on Wednesday night. I will be watching and tweeting and doing all that good stuff. Um, yes, don't come find me. <laughs> uh, but. So we won't record after on Wednesday. We probably wouldn't anyway because it's a late game oh, yeah. during the middle of the week. Who knows? But we might not. Uh, we will. We are planning to record Thursday night for game four, and we can do maybe more league stuff that night if it's appropriate. Mm. And our big Avengers in-game discussion. And you knew it was coming. This you is can, why you signed this up. This is why you listen to the two guys, one box of popcorn podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll be fun. Give more people a chance to see it too. So that'll be fun. 
Um, that'll be after, won't be part of the hockey stuff at all. We're not just going to sprinkle in one spoiler after every (laughs) hockey comment. We won't spoil anything. And and if you're not interested, you can get all the hockey stuff and get out. People are already getting jittery right now hearing the word spoiler. Oh, I know. Just like the giant squid that comes in. God, they don't want to hear about it. I didn't care for the part where Amon Ra came down (laughs) from the skies. Second Amon Ra reference. Yeah. This team. For, all, for all our first generation Egyptian, this, this team makes us worship at the altar of the sun. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that'll be Thursday, Friday. We'll probably record after the game. It's late. We'll figure it out. But it's a Friday too, so we probably will. We're here for you. We love recording. This has been the most fun. I'm loving doing it. It's going to be really hard to throttle down. To every other week, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out. We what start. With, we start like. once a week because you got to get to the draft. You got to get to all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll figure it all. The out. dog days of August, though. But um, that's all in the distant future. Right now, the Blues are up two to one in this series. There's plenty of reason to celebrate. It's almost May. May hockey is happening again for the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> it's guaranteed. So. That's exciting in and of itself. This whole season, we've been a great team, as Craig Berube said. The whole but season. now it really feels great. This year, this whole year. Uh, this whole year, indeed. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for us this week. We'll talk to you. Well, not this week, but today. We'll talk <laughs> to you on Thursday, and we can end this podcast the same day we started it by mere seconds. So, good night. Dive into your bed. Never